you don't really get that anywhere else. That one-on-one time where it's almost like a bit of a mentoring session for you and your audience where you can just dig and ask the questions you want. You just don't get that anywhere else. So it's a great opportunity to dig into some great minds, some great knowledge, some great experience. We are at episode 13 of Next Level Online, and I thought this might be a good point to pause and just look back and reflect on learning so far from starting a podcast. So if you if you are thinking about starting a podcast or you're wondering if it's for you, I'm going to talk about three positives, three negatives, and at the end, I'll also just talk about two things that I'm looking to do to improve. Which brings me on to the second positive, and that is it's easy to build connections. So with podcasting, you're sending out these invites. If you get a yes, you've then opened a conversation. So you've opened a conversation beforehand for for just planning when that episode is going to be and what you're going to talk about. And then you're chatting to them on a podcast episode for 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it might be. And then there's some follow-up as well. You may be just clearing titles with them or uh, YouTube thumbnails um, and letting them know when it's live and so on. So you've built that connection. They they now know who you are. You've had some conversations with them. And it's such an easier way to build connections than any other method I can think of, really. And the third positive is you get to dig into some great minds Now, when you have your own podcast, you get to be fairly choosy about the guests you have on within reason. And you're going to get some no's, you're going to get some people ignore you, but you are going to get a lot of yeses. And you're going to get a lot of yeses from very smart people. And the bonus of having your own podcast is you get to sit with them for half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it might be, and dig into that mind and ask the questions that you would really like answered ask the questions that your audience would really like answered. And you don't really get that in any other situation, like networking events or, you know, when they're standing up and speaking or whatever it might be, you don't really get that anywhere else. That one-on-one time where it's almost like a bit of a mentoring session for you and your audience, where you can just dig and ask the questions you want. You just don't get that anywhere else. So it's a great opportunity to dig into some great minds, some great knowledge, some great experience. Okay, so that's three positives, but it's not all positives by any means. So I thought it'd be good to talk about three negatives as well. And the first of those is it's just, it's hard to grow. And it's very early days for me, but from talking to other people in the podcasting space and listening to to advice from those people, it takes a long time to get to a decent audience size. If you look back at uh, a lot of podcasts that are doing well, they've been around for a long time. Even if you've only heard of them for the last year or so, you look back at their earlier episodes, they've, they've been doing it a while. And if you speak to those guys, they will tell you that, you know, it's slow growing in, in the early stages. It's the same with a lot of YouTube channels, you know, a lot of people don't get there quickly. It takes time. It takes consistency. So I think 
the advice off the back of this is if you do want to start a podcast, you really, really need to be consistent and realize that you are going to have to go week after week, not miss a week. And if you listen to my episode with, with Jill, uh, she, she spoke about, I think for the first year or something like that, she didn't miss a week or it might've been longer than that. Actually, she didn't miss an episode. She was really consistent, but she just wasn't getting any traction. And it was only when she changed up her social media strategy and how she was pushing those episodes out there or being a bit sneakier about it. If you uh, listen to the episode, you'll understand what I mean. Then only then did she get start getting some real good traction and get it to the point where it is today. So I'd say that's something you really need to bear in mind. It is hard to grow. It's not easy. The second negative is you need to plan. And you might listen to that and think, you need to plan. That's fairly obvious, isn't it? Is that really a negative? But what I mean by that is it it just takes time. Now, I know some people that have podcasts and they really plan in depth. They they would read the entire guest book. Um, they would dig into their history, uh, watch you know a load of their previous videos. You don't need to go too in depth. You as long as you understand who they are, what they've done, what they tend to talk about, um, then you have enough info to, to really get value from it. So what you want, want to be doing is asking them questions that would be valuable for you and your audience based on their expertise. So what knowledge and value can you get from them that people wouldn't normally get from, from elsewhere? So it is worth looking at some of their own videos because you don't want to be going over loads of old, old ground. So it's worth looking at uh, some of their own old videos. It might want to look at a couple of or listen to a couple of previous podcasts, um, but you don't have to dig into their entire life history. I think if you can just look at what they tend to talk about, some of what they've spoken about in the past might be really useful for your audience and they might not have heard those episodes. So if they're talking about something you think, oh, that's gold, I really want that on my podcast too, um, then, you know, it's worth bringing that over. But if you can ask unique questions as well and get information from them that hasn't been heard before, even better. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can't just take ideas from stuff they've uh, spoken about in the past as well. Um, so an example of that is uh, Jill, who, who I've already mentioned. I heard her on Pat Flynn's podcast and what she was talking about, the sneak attack method that she spoke about on, on my podcast, I thought was was brilliant. And but I wanted to dig a bit further. You know, she she did it as a solo episode on on his podcast. And I, I still had questions. I wanted to dig further. I thought there's stuff that my audience would would want to know as well beyond what was said on that podcast. So I thought a great opportunity, get her on, talk about that same topic. But there's someone at the other end this time so they can ask questions and I can dig a bit deeper. So it does take time, but you don't need to go too in depth, but just bear in mind, you do need to make sure you have time to set aside for planning when uh, a guest is due to come on. Which brings me on to the third negative, and that is a follow on from the last one really, but just that it takes time. So try to get help where you can. 
And what I mean by that is maybe look at using someone else in your team if you have a team or hire a VA. So in my case, I already had a VA that I work with and I found that editing shorts, so not so much the episode itself because they they tend to be done in one take. So just kind of chop off the, uh, the beginning and end just to tidy it up a bit. Um, but putting like the little pop-ups that say, um, don't forget to subscribe those little bits you'll see the intro music and the outro uh, just little bits like that and then also the snippets from the episode um, I found that they were just sapping so much of my time just sitting there trying to chop bits in Riverside of valuable bits of info and then edit them down trim them and then send them over to my VA for editing so I started getting my VA involved in more I said right what I'm going to do I'm going to send you the videos. I want you to, to do the, uh, the subscribe pop-ups. I want you to do the intro and the outro. Um, I am going to listen to the episode again, and I'm going to write down some times and the, some bits that, was, that were said, and uh, those are just going to be highlights. I'm going to send those over to you, and then I want you to cut them out and then edit them and so on. And it just saved so much more of my time having someone just do all the fiddly editing bits rather than um, rather than me having to, to do all that. So now all I have to do is just select the highlights, really. And at some point, I'll probably get her to do that as well as she gets a bit more, more comfortable with the format of the show and so on. Uh, but I would definitely advise getting help because it's uh, all of this is a big time drain if you don't have some helping hands. And that is it for the positives and negatives. I did say at the beginning of the episode, I would talk about two things that I am going to try. Uh, so those two things are one, a fairly obvious one, but that is growing the email list. So there is also a newsletter, Next Level Online newsletter, which is associated with the podcast, but it has very different content on there. So it's all on online marketing related content, uh, weekly newsletter, um, but I, I've kind of stopped focusing on growing that email list and I shouldn't have. So one thing that could help with the podcast growth is to start growing that list again and then promote the podcast through that email list. So that is one thing I'm looking to do. The other thing I want to try is podcast ads. Now, there are a few different uh, methods for doing this. So I'm going to try a couple out and I'll update you on what's working best. But these tend to be um, audio ads uh, that go out in between um, other podcasts that are in certain networks. And it's just with a with a view to kind of promoting your podcast and, and uh, getting people to subscribe when they're listening to those ads. So I'm going to try a couple of those. And I will feed back on those. So I'll let you know what I've tried, which which the best networks were, uh, what the results were like. Uh, I know uh, Pat Flynn, I think I've seen uh, doing or heard doing a bit of this. Uh, don't know what his results were, but I'm going to give this a go and I will feed back very soon. So I hope that's helped. And if you are thinking about starting a podcast or you think it might be valuable, but you're you're kind of putting it off you're not sure whether to start just know i've been thinking about getting this podcast started for years and i kept putting it off putting it off putting it off and i really regret taking so long so if you if you want to 
chat, if you want to just comment on the video, if you're watching on YouTube, um, or if you just want to reach out and chat to me about kind of what's holding you back, um, then just ask. I'm happy to, to help advise any way I can. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. Until next time. Thank <laughs> you.